Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here on a on a mixed bag. I know we had talked about making this career night, but there's some been events that have been uh, going on around the South Shore in our community in the last uh, few weeks that I, I think... Uh, uh, we need to address. We need to address. So, uh, uh, but before we get into the into that, uh, uh, is this about dump? No, it's a vetti. Uh, uh, but for dump? Well, we give him the dump on Friday. Oh, okay, he's great. The dump and a vetti. Oh, oh God, he's double header. With double header. How lucky! How lucky! Hello. Fired up. And here we go. This is the fun part of the night. It's not an Emmy. It's not a Tony. It's a Vetti. And tonight's lucky winner, what do they have for him, Vanna? <laughs> Bill Costello. I got nothing. He was, as a lot of the boys would say, he was in the Air Force, so he wasn't really in the military. <laughs> but uh, he was an airman first class. He's a good guy. He served in Texas, and if that was anywhere near El Paso, where yeah. I was at, he's going to get combat pay for that. Yeah, I you hope. enjoyed your time down there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that was just <laughs> terrific. Yeah, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. No, no roughly not. So, what is uh, his claim to fame? So, so he was uh, he served in Texas, then he was in England for a couple of years. But for community service is is really why we honor everybody. He was terrific. He was the Hull Lions past president, Knights of Columbus. Um, he did the St. Anne's Church, the, the maintenance for all the Vietnam Memorial and how that great big memorial, he took care of that all the time. And um, he's been involved in a number of the veteran events in the town and the Lions Eye Mobile, which you know, most of the time we get to. When he was young and handsome, now yeah. he's like us, he got the Eye Mobile to the car show. He did? That was really? Billy. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. stiffed us. They stiffed us, yeah. About ten times. Billy, where the hell were you this week, last, this summer? Yeah. No, he knew about it. He tried to get it. They couldn't wow. get it. And... Um, so, you know, those are big saves, Greg. We sent all the veterans over to that. They got free eye exams. I think they used to do 75, and one or two, of course, were a mess, and, and they caught the big-time messes. So that's on account of Billy. So, so we're really glad that, that he's been involved and helped us out quite a bit. So the crew here at Veteran Voice Radio, thank you. Thanks, Billy. Thanks for helping out. Yeah. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Every really little is. bit helps. Yeah. Um, and so, folks, tonight... I got to tell you something that's been going on and bothering me. A few weeks ago, and for those of you not from this area, and I want to say hello to our listeners on WMEX, WATD, certainly will understand and will recognize this story, but our friends with the Reeds Across America might not recognize the names or the, or the faces or the stories I'm about to tell you. But a few weeks ago, in Cohasset, Mass., very affluent community, a wonderful family, uh, three little kids, two, four, and six, I believe, a wife and a husband. Uh, New Year's Day, the wife disappeared. Uh, was was rumored to be on a plane to Washington, D.C. to go to work. That never happened. Subsequent investigations of the house found blood stains in all the floors downstairs. Uh, 
further investigations found the husband spending $450 on cleaning supplies the day after his wife disappeared. So that's been bothering me, and, and every day as I go to work, I drive by the house. And it gives me the creepy crawl as I look at it and think that three weeks ago, this beautiful young mother of three babies was alive and healthy and working, and now she's gone. So fast forward, a couple of days ago, town of Duxbury. If there's a more affluent town than Cohasset, Duxbury might be it. It, we call it Deluxeberry, uh, just, uh, you know, as, as we fe- affectionately call it. But a uh, father came home a couple of nights ago, finds his wife laying on the, on the, on the ground outside the house. Uh, she had tried to commit suicide. Upon entering the house, they find a five-year-old and, a, I think, a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Eight-year-old, five-year-old. And, oh, no, five-three, sorry. In, five three, and then the eight. Months. In eight months, sorry. Uh, the five year old and the three year old child were both deceased. Uh, the eight month old baby was taken emergency to the hospital. Uh, is in intensive care. So on top of that, last night I go to the veterans appreciation night at the Hingham High School that the wrestling team puts on every year. And before the meet starts, there was color guards, there was pageantry, there was everything wonderful. And there was a gentleman there, and uh, they had some buttons made, and and it was a testimony to, to Mr. Uh, Palikra's son, Matt. Matt took his life on July 3rd last year from Hingham Wolfie. Wow. So, okay. as Keith German, the VSO from Hingham, is talking about the... Patrika family, I'm sorry. He says, and some more bad news is just hitting the streets. A 31-year-old, also from Hingham, Marine, I believe, uh, after a two-hour standoff at the VA hospital grounds in the garage, he took his own life, 31 years old. Folks, I'll tell you, it's been a hell of a week. And without my friends here, I'm a little bit lonely. And I'm a little bit sad. But I'm not afraid to admit it. And that's, that's why I'm talking to you like I'm talking to you tonight. Every one of us has some fears. But you don't have to be afraid of your fears. Because once you, once you... Mike Cunningham from Vietnam had all these fears and, and, and from... From uh, from from the hosp- from the from the war, and he said when he came home and he put it on paper, he said after 25 years it it went off his mind, and and that was his way of self healing, and and putting it on paper, talking to people, anything of that ilk. I think it means a lot to me because I'm really sad. This this this. Spooky house. It, it 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 it's a beautiful million two million dollar home with a swimming pool. It's like the Adams family house. You, you know, uh, and, then, it, and right across from that, I don't know by coincidence, the house they lived in burnt up. Yes, yeah, There's crazy stuff going on. That they that they just and you left out the chainsaw guy. There was a guy went into the police station <clears throat> with a chainsaw, 
Oh, had a bad day. Yeah, ended up back home. You know me remembering the story, and um, he had a couple kids and a wife, and a, you know can't say any names or anything. But one of our close friends is part of the strike force team or the SWAT team that went in, and he was able to talk the guy down so nobody got hurt. It's one of the young kids who was trained and all that type of well, stuff. I'm sure he had the suicide Jen, you, prevention. You, you must know so about. They saved all the lives. You, you must know about talking people down. Yeah, negotiating yeah. with them. You know, I, I want to say, unfortunately, I yeah. know about it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But let, let, let's get the caller on the line. we got a, a, a good friend, Ben. How are you doing? How are you doing, buddy? Always a pleasure, first and foremost, to be with you all. Greg, Wolfie, welcome home. Jenny, uh, Cousin Gino, welcome back, buddy. And, uh, I mean, the subject matter you're talking about tonight, guys, I mean, we see it, we hear it every day. And I'm really glad, Greg, that you decided to, to go ahead and talk about this subject tonight because you're right. It's absolutely madness out there, and it all comes back to one thing. Everybody keeps saying, if you need help, reach out, get that help. Yeah. Mental health awareness, all that stuff. But then you realize there aren't that many places to actually get that help. Unless you have nine months to wait on a waiting list or some kind of superhuman ability that makes people want to talk to you quicker, sometimes it can be quite a wait. And then you see, unfortunately so, people acting out in these desperate ways. So I just want to commend you and everybody on the show tonight for taking a moment to recognize that and and say it and, and call it what it is. You know, these are tragedies. These are travesties. And I'd like to think, Greg, and I'm sure everybody in the room will agree, that there was a way for this to not happen, that somebody somewhere somehow may have seen something and maybe just missed it. But there's so much going on here that it would just be silly yeah. to not address it on the level that we have the ability to do so these days. And, Wolfie, I mean, you saw it firsthand for yourself down in El Paso. People in desperation will do just about anything that they need to do, whether they need to or not. If they feel that that sense of hopelessness, uh, Ben, I think uh, all 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 bets are off the table. Because if you've got no hope, doesn't matter what happens after that. Absolutely correct. You know, and once again, that's why you know. Thank goodness that we have programs like Veterans Voice and all the great shows on WATD, WMEX, and everything in between. It's all geared to let people know. You're not alone. You've got people in your corner, whether that's us, literally and specifically, because I know every single one of us in this room right now, me being on the phone, but I'm included too, we've all picked up the phone to help someone that's called us in need. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, Jenny, I know you could speak on that matter for years and years if you had the opportunity to, unfortunately. But, you know, it's all about being there for people, and that's why that 988 number is so important. Uh, you know, I'm sure if, if you're hearing about this for the first time, I'm sorry. But 988 is a wonderful service that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, depending on a leap year or not. I don't know. I'm not a mathematologist. But I'll tell you, no, there's no, people but, there uh, ready to roll. You, 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 you're, you're, you're hitting all the right buttons, I think, uh, Ben. Uh, uh, you know, did somebody see something? Oh boy! What are the? How can you kick yourself in the ass so many times? If I only saw it, if I only 
you know, thought more about it. I thought he or she was joking. Oh, I didn't take he or she serious. And and my what brother. What did I miss? And brother what Chuck, signs and brother did Chuck I miss? says right out. Yeah. Are you thinking of taking your life? Are you thinking of suicide? Yep. Yeah, but the other thing is, you got to remember, it's very easy to take on too much of that and to blame yourself. And you can't do that either because that's a slippery slope. We all want to be aware. We all want to help. But in instances where a failure occurs and somebody goes, you can't take it on. You can't right. allow yourself the guilt of somebody else's that's action. Right. We should have done more. That's we right. should have you know, done we're, more. We're human beings. We're always going to think, we should have done more, even if we did 500,000% more than we should have or could have. We'll still sit here and say, we should have done more. Yep. And that's why it's so important to act on these things in the moment. You see it, you hear it, you feel it in your heart, say something. And we've talked about it a billion times before. I'm going to say it again. The power of putting your hand on someone's shoulder, look at them in the eye and just say, hey, I'm here for you. That's a difference maker. That's a game changer. I've had that situation even myself, you know. Your friend Ben, you'd think never a problem, right? No, we all feel lonely at times. And I had someone do that for me recently. And I got to tell you, reinvigorated my spirit and zest for life. And it reaffirmed in me that we all need to make sure that we're reaching out for each other. We're all we got. Yep. Yep. You're right on there, Ben. Well, brother, you uh, drive carefully and... uh, uh you know, thanks for, 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 for joining us tonight, and thanks for all your contributions to the Veterans Voice, and uh, thanks for helping us make a difference. Thank Always you, a pleasure, and to everybody there, love you all. Thank you so much for what you all do, and I'm sure we'll see everybody at the next food drive on February the 9th. I'll let you guys talk more about that, but have a great night, and we'll see you all soon. All thanks, right, Ben. ben. Drive, Hi, ben. Drive, drive carefully, buddy. Oh, that was our friend Ben and uh, Larry. At this point, why don't we take our first break and we'll, we'll come back uh, to tonight's show. Uh, uh, take it away, Larry. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of tonight's Veterans Voice Radio here. Uh, talking about, uh, boy, the, the, the situations here that we have uh, uh, just uh, lead us back to the to the giant problem that really that we address here in the Veterans Voice uh, Radio uh, uh, are the tremendous, horrific number of veterans that are feeling lonely enough and 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 have nowhere else to turn to and decide that they they have to do something drastic. Well, I don't know, Jen, how you how you can deal with this on a on a on a, a yearly basis the way you have boy it just rips me apart to think that these poor kids they're little babies yeah and and they've been harmed and we and we and we and we don't have this the ability to reach out and go into their brain and right. and take all those what what's bothering you the situation in Cohasset was one thing you know in I've learned to deal with some of the stuff, sadly, because of what I do for work. You know, we deal with, I'm trained to do actual interventions. And, you know, for people that don't know, I am a lost survivor. I did lose someone to suicide Um, 16 years ago. My son also attempted twice. So I've been at both sides of it. 
what happened the other day in Duxbury, and, and to say my heart is broken is beyond, I, I, I can't say anything more. Um, Monday or Tuesday night, we were actually at Middleborough High School. The town of Middleborough was putting on a mental health fair for the parents, for the town of Middleborough School Department to come out and talk about what is going on in our areas, what is going on with our kids. They actually had nine res- different resources on a panel talking about this. Wow, wow. DA Tim Cruz was there. He opened it up with a great speech talking about the collaboration that we all have, how we support each other, how we are a community. He left, not knowing why he left until an he just hour left later. Sudden, he just left suddenly? He just left, not knowing until an hour later what had happened. Yeah. And I said, that's why he left. Yeah. But he said it that night, and he said it on the news during the press conference, that these communities come together. And it's those communities that are going to come together and help us all get through this. And, Greg, you said it. You have to talk about it. If you don't talk about it, it's going to hurt you more. I think it's just going to eat your way and eat your way. Whenever you close your eyes at night, it it eats another little bit of your sleeping capabilities, and pretty soon you got to get away. Yeah, in one other thing, I actually am just coming from the city of Providence. I did a training down there with construction workers. Construction workers actually have a very high rate of suicide. Um, there was a woman in our class that actually lost one of her employees. And during our class, she must have broke down about three or four times mm. because she said, what could I have done? What could I have done better what more could I have done to help this person? In being in this field, I know that I can't, and I've learned, sadly, that I know I can't save everybody. Yeah. But I know even when I'm out at a resource table, at a health fair, you know, Marshfield Fair, I'm there all 11 days. If one person comes up to me and says, thank you, or I took your class, or you saved my life, or that number... The old, the old the number, old the one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. I called that number. That number saved my life. To me, it's worth every minute of non sleep. How how are the calls coming in on nine eight eight? Has there been a jump in the number of 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 folks reaching out because the number is so much easier to remember? Because uh, as as Ben said, a lot of times people don't know where to go. But right. here it is nine eight eight. Is is there? We're going to say it 20 times tonight. Nine, nine, <laughs> eight, eight. You know? And veterans press one. Yeah. It's the same as the old number. Veterans press one. And you talk to a live person. You will talk to a live person. Um, before the next show, I will get numbers for you on okay. the 988. When 988 went live July 16th of 2022, the first two weeks that it went live, the number of calls at the call center that I have colleagues at went up over 40%. Wow, wow. And it wasn't just people calling in in crisis. In that, I say this all the time. People can call in. If you're concerned about someone, if you're feeling sad, you have questions about something, or you just need advice about someone you're concerned about, call it. 
Somebody is there. To Don't talk wait till it's to too late. Do not wait till it's too late. Information you on tap. If you see In, something, ask or say ask something. Or say the other thing. You can also text that nine eight eight. You can text talk, and that also increased wow. when it first went live. Again, you know, unfortunately, I don't have the numbers right now. I know I'm back in, you know. July and August yeah, when yeah. it first went live, but yeah. Um, well, this was a surprise show tonight. Yeah, you, you know, just yeah, you to, took me off. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, I just couldn't. No. Uh, I, I just had to say something tonight because uh, I, I, I just, oh, I feel frustrated. You know, I, I think Greg, you did the right thing. Um, I mean, we had spoken yesterday about coming, me getting back here in time to be on the show. Um, you weren't the only one that reached out. I had, we're already doing some classes for the town of Situate, which Situate, Cohasset, Hull actually is all included. Um, we're starting one up for Hingham. All these communities that have been affected recently have reached out to us saying we need training. And now can you imagine this, the, the, what we perceive as a problem within the first responders community that had one night? Of horror, how about a veteran in Iraq with 365 day. days and nights of horror, right. seeing that and and worse, the unimaginable, the unimaginable, uh, the, the what's going on in Russia? You, you know, I feel so bad for the Ukrainian people. Being Lithuanian, Wolfie and I talk about it. I mean, they're almost our our cousins. Neighbors, yeah. But I almost felt overjoyed today that the Germans are sending in their battle tanks. The leopards. Way to go. Way to go. The the Polish people, the Polacks. I come from Polak Village. We're sending some tanks, you know. Uh, And and just, you know, like Martin Lawrence, you know, from the the marathon uh, uh, bombing uh, victim. Mm-hmm. He had a sign, stop hurting people. That was, that was his last photograph that was taken. Oh, Richard Martin, the little boy. The little boy, yeah, Richard yeah, Martin. yeah. Richard, what did I say, Martin Lewis? Gene, Dean Martin, Martin Jerry Lawrence, Lewis, yeah, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, nah, yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah, and, and he was one of the three uh, casual fatalities uh, at that uh, event, at the, at the terrible marathon. Uh, but... I just, you know, I just, it's 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 hard to to even say enough words to to talk about the shock, the horror, the grief, the sad. Which 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 is up up top, Jenny? Which am I feeling worse about? You know, I think right now all of us are in shock. I I, I mean, I I can't understand it. You know, and I, my kids are older, but. To think of the children in obviously, you know, I shouldn't say obviously, but you know, it, it's been reported that that mother was suffering from you know possible postpartum depression. It, it's you know, it hasn't been completely told yet. Um, you know, this the ink thing isn't even I dry. Say, right? It's still it's only so new. But to come for all of us to come together as a community, you know, whether if it's Duxbury, Plymouth, Hingham, Hull, Situate, Cohasset, which isn't 
Norfolk County, but we'll yeah, count that's them. okay. Um, <laughs> you know, we have to support each other, and even in the town of Hingham, they're you know they're going through it. They actually reached out to me. Um, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I, I'm forgetting what day it is because of traveling. And, and they had they uh, want their employees to take our training. And and there was a a, a marine um, a, 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 a private uh, Orlando lost his life in a training accident a few years ago. The right. town of Hingham is getting has been right one out one after another one after so, another. It's a good thing that Keith is there, you know, to help uh, the families to help the families. He's a great guy. He's a great veteran, and uh, he really loves taking care of all the veterans. So I, I could see it in his. I could see it in his step last night. How 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 bad he felt uh, uh, with the uh, uh, pr- uh, terrible news about Matt Valletta. But uh, at this point, uh, Larry, why don't we take a break and uh, we'll be back after these messages for the second half of the Veterans Voice Show. Take it away. On a kind of a somber evening, we've uh, we've had some rough news. Uh, not to mention the horrible stories about out west with the with the machine guns and the and and someone. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, the, he attacked a mushroom farm. Is there anybody that that could not like a mushroom farmer? I mean, really, they grow mushrooms. They're not making bombs. They're not. You know, poisoning people. They're they're growing cultivated mushrooms, and and what happened there? He had worked there, from last I heard. I and I don't know. Will we ever know why? No. Yeah. No. Will no. we ever know no. why? No. In one thing, I always say, no. like when people ask me about my loss, I always say, does it matter? Yeah. Like you don't need to know how, because she's gone. Yeah. And she's not coming back. Yeah. And that's why I do the work. Yeah. You know, and it's not that her life didn't matter or, you know, these kids' lives didn't matter. They're gone. So we have to support each other. We have to reach out. Call that number. Yeah. Greg? 988. (laughs) I got it, kid. Um, Yeah. I I got it, but... uh, Can I say something about this? Please. uh, Yeah, jump in, Jay. I was thinking about something my friend Ben said. That really made me think about things differently, and that was when he talked about physical contact. You put your hand on somebody's shoulder, you tell them, "I'm, I'm there for you." And I got to thinking with a huge spike in all these terrible things, and, on, and on, on both sides of the scale, like like this terrible news with this poor woman in Duxbury that lost her mind and did this terrible thing, or a mass shooter in the mushroom farmer. All of it seems to be more prevalent than before. Sure, absolutely. And Remember that we just went through a long period of being sequestered against intimacy, against human contact and touch, against hugging, holding, touching, shaking hands, putting your hand on shaking shoulders. Shaking hands. And, and that lack of intimacy, I think, has something to do with people not being able to oh, feel absolutely. the level of yeah. support that they would yeah. were we not going through that horrible pandemic. That's a, that's a very so, interesting, so that's yeah. a great Hug point some it, people, you know. it's good to kiss. I have uh, most of my male friends, they jump a little when I hug them and kiss them on the side of the face or on the neck, and they get used to it after a while because it's just affection. Of course, you, we've all seen in the movies, the Italians, they kiss on both cheeks. Well, I don't, I don't go that far because I think they might not come over as often. <laughs> but, the, you know, the touch, the physical touch, the putting your hands on somebody's shoulders, You're right. telling them. 
between and, the pandemic and everybody being told, don't whatever you do, don't touch anybody. Don't don't know? go near anybody. Stay six feet apart. Yeah, that. When I was a kid, telling somebody they looked nice wasn't yet considered a sexual assault. Yeah. Well, that's that's those days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that's those days, and now it's uh, it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a whole different world. Many levels. Um, but I I was just you know just. There's there's no good things that are going to come from those two homes that are now destroyed. Those two families forever. Yep. Um, the only thing can we I, learn? Can, can we learn? We absolutely can, and that's what I was going to say. I think one of the things that will come out of this is that people are reaching out to find out more about mental health and to find out, you know. Were there signs that we missed? What were those signs? And we talk about them all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, like I, I said, I had a couple of towns reach out to us recently that we are, there's scheduled trainings for the town employees. Um, also, um, next- Training as, as to how to recognize problems, yeah. symptoms. So we're doing our class, which is QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, Refer. And some of the classes will be open to the communities. I think as And these the are aimed at first responders? Everybody. Uh, no, but your classes right now are mainly aimed at first responders? No. No. The community. The towns that are reaching out for the town employees, it's every town employee. I oh, believe, okay. So the town of Situate, I believe, you know, it could be the highway department. Yeah. It could be the water department. Yeah. Um, I just know I have 45 people showing up for a class, wow. which is huge. Wow. You know, um, wow. I think we have a total of about 55 between two classes coming. They're taking it serious. So there's there's something happening. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as Tuesday night, January 31st, um, we're doing a class in the town of Hanover at the John Curtis Free Library from 6 to 8 p.m. It is free. All of the classes, 99.9% of the classes we offer are free. Who should go to that class? Anybody and everybody. Anybody and everybody. QPR is actually um, ages 15 and up, so even youth can come to it because we know youth struggle too. And you teach folks there how to recognize some aberrant behaviors or different behavior patterns that you don't recognize in a person? Exactly. And you teach them to ask? To ask the question, what signs to look for, what clues to look for, the difference between an indirect and a direct clue, where you might be talking to someone and they might just say, you're not going to have to worry about me anymore. I'm okay. That's a red flag for me. Yep. Not that you're okay. I need to make sure you're okay. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Are you thinking of suicide? Yeah. You know, we say everybody should be in our classes. So next Tuesday night, again, the John Curtis Free Library in yep. Hanover, 6 to 8. Um, it is free. No chat. Yep. Free. Great. And then, um, what is that? February 2nd is for the town employees. And then we're also doing another class in Situate on March 2nd, which will be at the Situate Library. So we'll talk about that in the next coming weeks. Yep. But these are classes that we offer for free. And if your organization wants a class, our classes run from an hour to a, an hour and a half, two hours, up to eight-hour class 
or a two-day class. And who could call you to come out? Who should call you? I mean, you know, everybody and everybody, but companies, organizations, companies, fraternal organizations. groups? Absolutely. All of the above. I mean, vet, uh, do, do you do any work with any of the, you know, this might be a, a, a nice place to go. Is the, What about the, the veterans uh, fraternal uh, uh, groups? The national, you know, the American Legion. Yep. I was going to say the National Legion, National League, American League, National Guard. Yeah, American. yeah. No, uh, American Legion, VFW, yeah. DAV, all those. Yep, yep. all the different Absolutely. ones. You, you know, and if there's anybody that should be, be taught to recognize, it's them. It's them. So we've done a lot of work with um, the Broken Chain Bikers Church. Oh, sure. Which is in Taunton. Ben was just um, talking about it tonight. Yeah. yeah, great, great guys there um, and women. There's a lot of women. Um, Chuck and I actually delivered a couple classes there because they are all veterans. You know, they are all military. I am not. So I can talk to you to a certain extent. That's when Chuck takes over. Yep. Chuck is also trained in this program with yep. us. Yep. So thankfully, we have him representing us yep. as well. Yep. Um, you know, maybe we need to reach out to those more too. You know, it, I cover all of Plymouth County, so thirty-one towns, one city. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. And you have another. And this isn't your full-time job. No. No. <laughs> Good, Jeez, good, Jen. No. Good. <laughs> but, you know, we need, I... We need you around here doing what you do. Just save yourself. You need us for the comic relief. Mm. We're, we're, we're your suicide you're my, prevention. You're my self-care. Yeah. That's one thing that we always talk about. And I think we talked about that when um, we had the author here a couple weeks ago. Steve on McKenzie. Steve, uh, Steve... Manchester. Manchester. Um, you know, we talked about... <coughs> He was saying about how he was writing, and yes. I, I think I told you, when we go out, sometimes when there is a loss in a community, we'll get a call to go out and talk with the family if they want to talk to somebody. Um, we always try and bring materials with us. We bring resources with us so that they can reach out. But I always leave them with a blank journal, and I say, That's please brilliant. write your thoughts down. Because there's nothing better than, you said it earlier, Greg, before we were on, you know, writing those thoughts down. Get it they out came of out. Get it out of your head 25 years later. Write those thoughts down. And don't be like Gino. Don't mail it to anyone. Just write them down. Just write them down. Write them down. It's your journal. <laughs> yeah. I, I have keep the Gino four, says keep in the drawer. <laughs> I have four journals myself. I have one in my car, two in my house, one in my office. And then at any point, I I can bring it out and write it. You know? Greg and I would eat them and yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, <laughs> we we eat, lose it, get it all wet. Yeah. You'd bring it out in a rowboat with you and, and it fall <laughs> overboard. I'd be rolling with it. Yeah, yeah, boy, you know we have uh, we have all sorts of bases covered here. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, you know, Jen, this the more we talk about this 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 dilemma, uh, this social dilemma of 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 Veterans taking their lives. Uh, we had, I know Chuck talks about the numbers all the time that right. since 9 11, approximately 7,000 U.S. service members have been killed in battle. 140,000 veterans have taken their lives. 140,000 to six. Yikes. I mean, that's just so far out of whack. I, I, 
don't know. Do we have to talk to them while they're still in the service, and 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 do it in a non-threatening manner? Because right. today they don't want to speak about anything wrong. They don't want to kill their careers. They don't want to get left behind. Go to the end of the line. We got to talk to you later on. Uh, you, you know, but uh, I think the service is getting better about that. My colleague that I work with, you know, he's traveled the world, going to Navy and Army bases, working with the military, training them in different, you know, similar programs that we do, but those modules yeah. for those military. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do think people are getting better about talking about it. And, and I think the first responders, one of the things that we talk about, too, when they see trauma or they need to or they know they need help, they can go to their police department, whoever their point of contact is, whether if it's the chief, the captain, it might be the trainer within the department. They can go and ask for help. And they're more open to it than they ever, ever were, were, yeah. which yeah. is great. And to yeah. hear what all our local towns have been doing to support Duxbury, I don't know if you know if all of you are on Facebook, but every I think none single of us. police I, department, I, <laughs> every single local police department, look them up. They're all sending wishes to the Duxbury police into all the other neighbor, neighboring police departments, first responders, fire, ambulance. Even the dispatchers. Even yes, the dispatchers. Absolutely. You, you know, they, they let them go that knows. night, you, yeah. you know, to go go home and, and, and take it easy. Uh, I think they may have had a little bit of debriefing before they were let go, but they were released yeah, from their duty, yeah. which was probably the best thing for them. You know, how, yeah, how just to they... decompress. The stress yeah. is just too much. You know, we find out with with um, the emergency scenes that we go on is by accident. A lot of people go out afterwards and have breakfast together if you're all night, or you have coffee together, or something like that. And it's a self debrief. Great and, way. And we had an interesting thing when we had the debrief from the um, Station Street Fire in Rhode Island. The firemen, the policemen, the medical people that were on that first night were able to... Almost 100 people lost their lives that night. Yeah, 100 lost and 100 were really badly burned, and I think 100 died. Some crazy number like that. But his was the next real problem. The medical people, the nurses, the doctors, the you know the medical staff, they worked, I don't remember, 48 straight hours around the clock and then went home alone. Mm. So there's yeah. no way to wake up your family and say, I just had the first 48 hours of their life in some of the shifts, so they're sitting alone in their house at night. Right. And I think that's where they realized that they were far worse off than the people that went out and had a coffee together and breakfast together and a sandwich. So a lot yeah. of times we all leave the scene and we go out and say, hey, you know, we've been up all night, let's have breakfast together. And that really helps. Absolutely. That's a big deal. It's what well, do you call it? That self. That what was the word you used? Self care. It was self care. We, yeah, we have our veterans' coffees. The coffees are really important. Chuck started. You got you got yep. twenty five or thirty or forty towns that are participating right yep. now. Uh, I think Hull's next week, will Yeah, Hull's February 3rd. They're going to be at the Saltwater Club. Jimmy Richmond's doing something big there. So just the getting together, and it's not even specifically saying, I want you to talk about that. It's it's actually not that. It's just this pressure off your shoulder. You're a bunch of knuckleheads having a few laughs. And Greg and I give you a hard time. We take your mind off all your personal problems. We try. And, and just by accident, that, that self, it's group self-care. 
How do you say group? So group it's, it's therapy. It's group therapy by accident. You don't say none of us are smart enough to do what you do, but it, you know somebody's sympathy in a wolf family is suck it up. Somebody's I'm having a terrible day. Suck it up. Have a beer and be quiet. Yeah, thank all. you very much. Makes you feel better. Someone's there. Somebody cares. Someone's working right. with you. Gino says that all the time. So that by by no big deal that works. You're giving them hope to know that there's other people out there that care. Earlier, Greg, you said hopelessness. That's one of the words that comes up in our trainings a lot because that's how people feel. We focus on the hope. There's nothing better that you can give somebody than a light of hope that things are going to get better. I like to say never deprive somebody of hope. It may be all they have. Yeah, could be. That's yeah. a good line. That's a good way to say yeah. it. We just started, Jimmy yeah. Richmond just started in Hull, a VFW, you know, America, oh my goodness, boys, American Legion post. And it's just one of those, uh, you go, Walt, I'm afraid to go home. I'm yeah, not going you'll, home. You'll be waiting for you at the Richmond, border. I didn't mean it. You yeah. thought El Paso meant, was bad. Yeah, yeah. was welcoming. <laughs> El Paso will be welcoming Where's compared to Hull when you get back but, home. But so many people just jumped on and say, oh, my goodness, that's great. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do that. Everyone just focused around the original guy, Oscar Smith Mitchell, first guy from Hull to be killed in World War One has a little gravestone. Everyone went to find the grave. Everyone went to see it. Everybody looked up the articles to read all about him. It was just a nice unifying thing to everyone to be together to share something to that silly, stupid and stuff really, really well, works. Like you said, that's what, vital. They're doing, that's what they're doing tonight in Duxbury. It's vital. Yeah. They're having the the big meeting there, and it'll be, it, it'll be interesting to see how many people yeah. showed up. I believe it was going to be at the Holy Family Church um, yeah. at thing? seven o'clock tonight. Yeah, I, I a prayer vigil or something. Cannot even can- imagine. The I, candlelight I just, stuff really works. Yeah. The bad news, I've been to quite a few of them. They really work. All that being together yep. helps. You know, it's just knowing uh, you're not the only one feeling yeah. this way yeah everyone's not a best friend everybody's not right. on the same team not you're just the same cause the same thing you're there for the same reason and it's the camaraderie is that checks word camaraderie and that camaraderie makes you feel word. better it just doesn't come out, doesn't come out right now i can't spell it that's for sure <laughs> neither did my name earlier <laughs> oh that's all right that, that that's all right jen we know who you are we, we know who you are. You have uh, nothing to prove. No, no, not in this. Not, not, not here. You're our savior I tonight. I at my other job a lot. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know who I am? Wow. That she, usually gets me in trouble. Just Chief. carry some autographed pictures around. Yeah. Sell them for a dollar. Sell them for a dollar. <laughs> hey, Larry, do we have to take one more break here for tonight? Why don't we uh, uh, jump out of here now and we'll be back after these messages and we'll try to leave us some hope at the end of tonight. Take care. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here, and uh, talking about a, some mel- a melancholy night here. We've had some uh, tremendous tragedies affect our country, uh, affect the world, and and affect up and down Route 3A, just outside uh, our, uh, our our studio and our homes where where we live. And it, it, we, we've seen all the stories on crime story and and you see them on television all the time but you never think you're going to drive by and see it on television and see all the reporters and the cameras and the national reporters there and the horrible stories that are left behind but you know I talked to Karen uh, Karen Paulette yeah she's great 
tonight. And she said, Karen is the VSO for the town of Marshfield. Yeah. Uh, veteran, very strong. She said, Greg, I, I, I told her what was going to go on the show tonight. She said, Greg, I cry five times a day. But she has to move on. And that's just like a mission above all veteran. Just, she's, she's so strong. And it, and it, and it kind of reinforced me a little bit that there's still a mission out there. Charlie Mike. Charlie Mike. Continue the mission. Thanks, Dave Hanker. One team, I one fight. That. You know, Charlie Mike. Charlie Mike. Um, and somehow we have to do that. But we're doing that now April 1st. The Marshfield VSO, Marshfield VFW Hall is going to let us invite 50 future veterans of America to a spaghetti and meatball dinner with a bunch of paisans, stuffing pasta and meatballs and salad, and congratulating them and thanking their, them and thanking their parents for stepping up. Uh, it's going to be a, a a night that I think is going to be duplicated a couple more times with some different audiences. We've been getting some pretty good response, and we're going to use this as a as Wolfie and I just yeah. mentioned. Uh, we're going to talk about careers before they get started. We're going to talk about your education in the service before you get started. We're going to talk about 354 career opportunities when you join the Marine Corps. What do you want to do? Pick out any anything from a cook to a bottle washer to a to a, a, a whatever it might be. All that commu- computer stuff is now a big deal. That cybersecurity and stuff. That's what Granddaughter Jean and, and all her friends are doing at the Coast Guard. Huge. Huge. And that's that's the real direction they're going in, and that's the most important thing right now. You just see what didn't one of the big grids just go down from a computer crash? A whole city went out without electricity. Sure. So that look at Taylor Swift. I mean, to, to, to talk about a situation, I mean, that was um, a multi-million dollar snafu that it was, uh, it's IT. It's all technology yeah. today, Wolf. Right. So they have tons of that for the kids and the drone stuff. It's not just hitting the beach anymore. No, no. It's, so there's uh, a lot of opportunities. And <clears throat> what Greg came up with the idea is be on the right path in the military so when you get out, however many years you serve... You have a hell of a job waiting for you. You have a hell of a training, hell of a skill, and then you don't need Jenny and everybody when you come out because you're mentally okay. Yeah, we're gonna get Jenny fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully you can't we'll fire f- me. I don't work for yeah, anybody. Yeah, she doesn't get paid. We can we can make her pay us, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, but she uh, just being here. No, but that's a that's a that's a huge deal, though. Wolfie. They come out and they're comfortable. They, what, yeah. what did Gino say? Yeah. You have hope. Yeah, you have a terrific skill set. You can go out and get a terrific job. You're looking forward to it. That's the hope you need to carry on. And the military does that now. And and even if you if you leave the military, that's fine. But the Marine recruiter talked about reenlistment bonuses. Fifty to a hundred thousand dollars to reenlist at the end of your normal tour wow. of duty, four wow. years. He got thirty thousand, and and he is a recruiter, which I, which according to him is the least favorable job in the military. Nobody wants to do it oh, well. because it's not finite. You can't touch it. You 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 you're trying to 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 
create a a feeling of somebody that's somewhat interested it's it's great it's going to be a great life we're going to give you great training you know and and as opposed to somebody that's doing artillery well the the gun goes together a certain way yeah. that's that's the only way it can go you, you know but uh and and Jen what you are doing there's there's no finite way no there's no there's no finite answer every single person is different um every you know, between every person being different, every grief is different. You know, everyone's struggles are different. There isn't. It's not one easy fix. No. No. It's not. No. Uh, you know, it's not 140,000 easy fixes. It's not 22 or 32 or 42 a day. Every one of those is so difficult and oh, so complex. Agreed. You, you, you know, uh, and and I, I just wish we could do more. You know that I, I wish we could. We had a family member. This was really close family member. A number of years ago, was not doing well at home, and we absolutely thought he was going to pass away. And he said he wanted to be a marine in the middle of the Iraq War. And my cousin said, called me up, and he said, "What am I going to?" I said, "If he stays here, he's going to die. If he joins the Marine, he's got a fifty-fifty chance." So the Marine recruiter, you're just saying, I'm saying the opposite. Yeah. So this Marine recruiter said to him, so my cousin's actually a karate expert, a real contact karate. So he went down to the Marine recruiter and said, listen, my son's having enough struggles. If you're taking him to fail him, he says, get up and straighten you out right here. Yeah. And the Marine recruiter said, I check this kid out. I work with this kid. This kid's a good kid. The Marine are going to turn him around. He's going to be a terrific kid. And it absolutely happened. Yeah. No baloney. I'm not making that story up. That's my own family. It, you know, and it's the strength of the individual. Right. You, 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 you know, and and you know, it's it's not one story, not 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 one not one path to 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 help everybody get rid of those demons and and instill some hope that oh I know it's dark out there sometimes it it's dark but you got four friends here folks anytime that 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 you need to talk to somebody on a Thursday night while we're here you call us. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. You need if you need help, if you have a question, if you think that somebody you know needs some help, you call us that night. You call us every Thursday night from seven o'clock. We're going to be here trying to help and trying to instill as much hope as possible. And come to our events too: the Quincy Show, the Car Show, uh, the second Thursday of every month, the Food Drive. The that's food the, drive. That's is, the best therapy. That's the funniest thing. Everyone just laughs, hugs each other, throws food at each other. The people that drive by, they couldn't be any more fun. And, come down to that. Again, spreading hope. And, 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 and Joan Moschino was was so thrilled to have a goon be member of the Goon Squad. Yeah. But you better get her a T-shirt. Oh my gosh, I gotta get Kim will kill me. Yeah, you better get her one. You oh. better get. Joan one. She's a hell kid. She's a lobster fisherman. I'm not messing with Machino. No. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for bearing with me tonight. I hope that this just gave you some whatever that you're not alone out there, that, it, that the times are dark. You're surrounded. I'm surrounded by great friends here. I have a great veterans network that I have. And come join us. Come sit in the audience with us anytime. You walk in here Thursday night, we're going to make you feel like a million bucks. Uh, I can't say much more tonight. I think we've covered it all, but 
That's that my number. Press one. Nine eight eight. Press one. Somebody's there that cares. That's going to be there to talk to you. Larry, thank you very much for giving us a great job tonight and keeping us on track. Uh, Jen, thanks for chipping in tonight, pitching in, and coming Anytime. in to help out. Anytime. And Rupert.